Welcome to the Crop Insurance Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of crop insurance. I'm your host, Mike Rydell, third generation crop insurance agent, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this educational journey. At our family owned and operated business, we've been providing crop insurance expertise for generations. Our goal here is simple, to educate our listeners. Crop insurance can be complex and overwhelming, but I believe that understanding it is crucial for every farmer. So whether you're a seasoned farmer looking to stay updated or a newcomer seeking guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's take a moment to thank some of our sponsors of the Crop Insurance Podcast. Our title sponsor, the McMeal Insurance Agency, are probably your greatest insurance agents ever. They specialize in federal crop insurance and have since 1979. To visit their website, go to www.mcmealinsurance.com greatestagencyever.com. The McMeal Insurance Agency is a proud partner with the Crop West Insurance Group. In today's episode, we wanted to talk about billing and how it relates to your crop insurance policy. Now, this can be a very short podcast episode. Pay your premiums by the termination date, period. Now, what does that all mean? Well, with crop insurance, billing can get a little confusing. Depending on which AIP or crop insurance company you're with, your billing statement might look a little different, but typically there's three billing dates on your invoice and that can get confusing. Usually the first date on your invoice is the bill date. Now that's the day that they send out the billing statement. That's all it is. Now premium is not generated on the bill date. Premium is generated when you report your acres. So the only time that you'll owe a premium on a crop with crop insurance is if you have a crop reported or acres reported. Now with crop insurance, you pay your premium after the fact. So that's much different than property and casualty where you pay it ahead of time. And so that bill date's gonna usually come towards the fall, like in Montana, for example, where they send out billing statements on August 15th each year. Now on the invoice, the next date you're gonna see is the due date. Now this is the day that if you pay your premium by then, there'll be no additional fees or interest attached to the amount that you owe. So the due date is if you pay it by then, you won't have any additional interest and that's all that's due. The next date you see, which is the big one, is the termination date or the debt termination deadline. Now this is the absolute drop dead date with which you have to have your premium paid by. If you do not pay your premium by this day, you will be ineligible for crop insurance for the preceding crop year and then any years beyond that, pending if you make the payment. So if you pay it one day late in say the 2023 crop year, you pay it the day after the debt termination deadline, you will be ineligible for crop insurance for the 2024 crop year. So it's a very significant deadline. Now, if the deadline falls on a weekend or holiday, it'll go to the next business day that it's open. So if it's on a Saturday, Monday would be the debt termination deadline. The way the rules read is that they have to have the money in their hands by this date. If you dive into the policy a little further, 
they say that if you're mailing a physical check, it has to be postmarked by or on this deadline. Things can get lost in the mail, so I would always recommend paying it online if you're able to, or at least a week to 10 days prior to the deadline to make sure that they get it. So if there's any issues that you have that handled by the debt termination deadline. Now they do have extenuating circumstances where you may be able to appeal to federal crop, but I strongly recommend you just pay your premium by that deadline. Now some of the scenarios that occur that people delay paying are that they have a claim pending and the claim will pay their premium because with federal crop, you can deduct your premium from any losses. However, if the claim has not settled by the debt termination deadline and carries over it, you still cross the deadline regardless if there's a claim or not. And so that could put other things in jeopardy as well. So we always recommend paying that premium prior to the debt termination deadline, even if you have a pending claim. Now, if it all gets settled and something gets crossed in the mail between when you sent in the check on time, the claim gets settled, they're gonna refund you any overpayments or duplicate payment of your premium. Federal Crop has a great system on that, so you don't have to worry about them you know, taking out the premium twice. Definitely send your check in if you're able to prior to that deadline and do not wait for the claim to be settled. Now, the other scenario that comes up is someone, a producer just cannot afford to pay that premium. Now, if that's the case, you should contact your AIP or your crop insurance company through your agent or directly to them to try to see if they can set up a payment plan on your premium so that it gets paid timely. Now, this needs to take place, I say, a minimum of seven days out from the deadline. It might even be further than that. You'd have to check with your AIP because uh, essentially they'd pay the premium and you have a payment plan if you qualify to pay it off over the next however many months, but that needs to be set up well in advance. So if you think you're not gonna be able to pay that premium on time, you need to contact them right away. So now that we understand paying the premium on time and that termination date or the debt termination deadline, what happens if you pay between the due date and the termination deadline? Well, once you cross that due date, interest starts attaching and once you pay the premium by the debt termination deadline, they're gonna attach interest going back to the due date. So if you can pay it by the due date, that's ideal because then you will not have any additional interest attached to your premium. Now you need to pay attention because different crops have different termination deadlines. So in Montana, for example, you're gonna have an invoice date of August 15th for wheat and barley and a due date for September 30th, but the termination deadline for wheat is November 30th, whereas barley is not until March 15th. So different crops could have the same build date but have different termination deadlines, so you need to look at that. And if you look at a crop like forage in Montana, that bill dates in July and the termination deadline September 30th. And so a lot of forage producers cut it really close to that debt termination deadline if they have wheat, barley, and other crops because they're thinking it's not due until November. Different crops have different termination deadlines. So you need to look at your invoices very carefully to make sure you pay your premiums on time.
And again, if you ever have questions on something like that, call your crop insurance agent and ask them. They can walk you through it. Look at your invoice. You're going to see the due date. That's the cutoff to add any interest. And then the termination date or the debt termination deadline. That's the absolute drop dead date to get your payment to federal crop in order to be eligible for crop insurance for the preceding crop years. From my family to yours, thank you very much for listening. I sincerely hope that this presentation has been instrumental in enhancing your understanding of federal crop insurance. If you find value in our podcast, we kindly encourage you to subscribe and spread the word among your friends and neighbors. To access further information, please visit our website at thecropinsurancepodcast.com where you'll find the latest podcast episodes, articles, and exciting new features conveniently located in one place. This information is not all-inclusive and is meant to be used only as general guidelines for educational purposes. For additional information, please see Crop Provisions, reference the Crop Insurance Handbook or Loss Adjustment Manual, or contact your crop insurance agent. This institution is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Thank you.